Welcome to the Life's Hard Succeed Anyway podcast, where you will hear transformational stories, positive encouragement, and practical strategies to help you grow your mindset, reach your potential, live your dreams, and experience a purpose-driven, impact-filled life. Here's your host, Alan Blaine. Okay, this is Alan Blaine, and I am fired up to bring this episode 30 to you, talking about the power of association. And this is a lesson I wish I had learned in my 20s. In fact, it's a principle I wish I had been taught as a child. I'm not sure if I would have listened to it or heeded its warning, but I certainly wish I would have had a chance to get this information. So I hope that this really encourages you and challenges you in this very, very important area of who you're associating with. Because what I'm going to share with you on this episode today is quite possibly one of the top three success tips I will ever share. So please pay close attention. I've titled this talk, The Power of Association. And it begs the question, who is influencing you? The people you surround yourself with, they are going to rub off on you. You unknowingly, subconsciously, whether you believe it or not, whether you like it or not, you become and I become very similar to the people you surround yourself with in how you eat, in how you exercise or your lack of physical activity, whichever the case may be, how you treat your friends, how you treat your spouse, how you treat your children, your mindset, your finances, and so on. Speaking of finances, it's been said another way that your network determines your net worth. This is the power that associations have on us. In simple terms, who you associate yourself with, basically you become them. If you surround yourself with criminals, as an extreme example, I realize it's scientifically proven that over time you are very likely to become a criminal. So let me ask you a question. If you want to be positive, who should you surround yourself with? Positive-minded people, right? If you want to be successful financially, who should you surround yourself with? Successful people financially. Same applies to marriage, parenting, health, any area of life. Surround yourself with those that have what you want. If you want to grow, you should surround yourself with who? Those who also want to grow, those growth-minded individuals. If you're growth-minded and you get into a growth-minded community of people, you'll be surrounded by people that are go-getters that are dreamers, warriors, people talking about plans, targets, goals, visions, and the future. People talking about growing and getting better, about positively impacting others' lives, financial freedom, time freedom, and so on. In stark contrast, there are other communities and tribes, and you may know some of these folks, who spend their time talking more about people and problems what the government's doing, how their life stinks, who's dating who, that person's a loser. Did you see the latest YouTube video or Netflix show? Did you see I bought a new shirt I can't afford? Did you hear about what that girl did? And so on. These people absolutely will negatively affect us. I don't want you getting the wrong impression. Some of these people are unavoidable altogether. And I am not saying to disown all your friends or family that may not be living lives you desire. but. What I am saying is that we must be intentional about where we spend the majority of our time and who we spend the majority of our time with. 
the people you surround yourself with will have a phenomenal impact on your life, whether you believe it or not, or whether you like it or not. Environment is more important than our genetics. The people we surround ourselves with have a greater bearing on our life than the genetics we were given at birth. Their thinking is going right into our minds. When you think about those that are influencing you the most, the people that you spend most of your time with, your closest associations, here's a great question to ask yourself. If you have children, many of you do, would I want them to grow up to be like these people I'm associating with? If the answer is yes, you're in the right place. You're in the right circle. You've got the right tribe. If the answer is not, it's time to change your circle. And when you think about other inputs in your mind and in your life as a side note, such as the books you read, what you look at on TV, on the phone, on the computer, what you listen to for music or podcasts, here's another great question to ask. If I have children, would I want them consuming this content? If the answer is yes, again, you're in the right place. You're doing well. If the answer is not, it's time to change some of your inputs. Why? Because inputs matter and who you surround yourself with matters. Let me ask you this. Who are you surrounding yourself with? You know, it's been said, if you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. If you want to change your life, you must change your crowd. Now, if your life's on a great course, great track, you're very happy with where you're at and where you're heading, you probably have a great crowd already, a great tribe, a great circle. But if you want to change your life, you probably have to change your crowd. Outside of a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, one of the top decisions you will make is your friends, who you spend the most time with. Are they making you better? Are they inspiring you? Are they causing you to grow towards the plan that God has for your life? Are they adding to your life and contributing to it or taking away? Sometimes we must let go of old to get the new. Sometimes we must let go of the familiar to get something better. And I know it's hard to leave comfortability behind, but do you know what's even harder than that? Remaining the same. If you don't get the wrong ones out of your life, you may never ever meet the right ones. Think about that. You need stable, happy, responsible, godly people, I'll add, that help you move towards your better future. Strive to be with people who don't complain, who have big goals, who have big dreams. They have a phenomenal bearing on where you are going. Don't hang around with can't do it people. You know who I'm talking about. Those it's not going to happen people. The that dream is too big kind of people. People who say, I don't see how you can get well, break that addiction, have a happy marriage, and so on. Find people who will fan your flame, not people who will keep throwing water on it. People who draw the greatness out of you. You know, in 1 Corinthians 15, we read, it says, bad company corrupts good character. That is a powerful verse. What it says is who you and I run with is more powerful than our character. Think about it. Bad company corrupts good character. Who you run with is more powerful than your character. You can have great character and morals, but if you run with the wrong crowd, based on what this says, the company you keep is more powerful 
than the character you have and the convictions you hold. That's the Bible. It's not my opinion. It's also been said, again, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And I believe this passage is exactly where that came from. Because essentially, that's what this passage is saying. Who you allow in your inner circle influences you greatly. You can never hear the right voices if your ears are filled with the wrong voices. And the right voices, those are the ones that have your best interest at heart. Listen to people who have what you want in various areas of life. And also on that point, I think it's very important to understand the difference between a whole life mentor and a single role mentor. You know, a whole life mentor is one that has the overall life that you aspire to have. Again, overall in most of the major areas, spiritually, physically, relationally, financially, whereas a role mentor, on the other hand, is someone who is excelling in just one specific area of life that is in alignment with your aspirations. Maybe they're just really excelling in marriage or they're just really excelling in fitness or business or finances or parenting or something else, but they may not necessarily be a whole life mentor. I think it's very important to understand the difference between the two because role mentors are everywhere. There's people everywhere that are very good at one particular area of their life. And that area of life is in alignment with yours. It's something you'd strive to emulate and run after, but whole life mentors much fewer and far between where you can find somebody who's overall life in all areas, all major areas of their life. And we're not talking about someone who's perfect but all areas of their life is in alignment with the life you aspire to live. They're just further along in life. They're just further ahead of you in the journey of life. And I think it's very important again to understand the difference because there are so many people that do have role mentors. You know, maybe this person is phenomenal in business and marketing or this or that, and we're following some of their lead in that area. And we need to be careful that the other areas of their life that are not in alignment with what we desire and aspire to be and become the life we want to live, that we're not modeling those areas, even subconsciously, or not really understanding what we're doing. So I want to make a point of that. Know the difference between a whole life mentor and a role mentor. The mentors and the friends that you choose, again, better be in alignment with the man or the woman you aspire to be. I have people in my tribe, in my brotherhood that are excelling in their marriage. They may not be what I aspire to be in business or in other areas of life, but they have a marriage I want to model. Same thing with other mentors of mine in their health or in their business or whatever role I am modeling them in. I want to be accountable to them and give them permission to call me out if I'm off track. They don't have to be perfect because nobody's perfect. But the thing I admire about that man must be in alignment with what I want to become. And if it is, I want to model that area of my life and give them permission to hold me accountable in that area because they have already set the standard. They're already living the standard that I desire to live up to. Be in a circle of people who love you, who care about you, who have proven it over time. They've proven that they don't want or need anything from you that they're not there to use you. They are there to bless you, to tell you what you need to hear, the truth, not always just what you want to hear or what I want to hear. These are people who will celebrate you. They'll celebrate your wins. They'll celebrate you getting in shape. 
your better marriage, people who are not critical of everything. You know, our society loves tearing things down. The goal of the critic is to tear you down. The goal of the critic is to get what they want. But the goal of the true friend, the truth teller, is to make you better. You know, Proverbs 14, 7 says, stay away from foolish people. Other translations say, leave the presence of a fool. You will gain no knowledge from their speech. Okay, that's a warning. Stay away from foolish people. You will gain no knowledge from their speech. Here's a big tip. If a person is critical of others and speaks negatively about others to you, guess what? Odds are that one day they're likely to be critical about you to others. You can almost count on it. Did you know that you carry great plans that God has for you? Jeremiah 29, 11 says so. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for good, not for evil to give you a future and a hope. And you are way too valuable to be limited from accomplishing all that God has planned for your life by the gossip and the negativity and the cynicism of those around you. We must take responsibility for planting ourselves in the right kind of soil, fertile soil, if we really want to grow to our potential. I'm going to encourage you to get around others who will lift you up people who will challenge you, people who will make you better. Be around encouragers. Encouragers, they look for and they find the good in others. And they don't just find it, they say it. Be around people who care for you so much, they won't let you settle. I'm so thankful to have friends like this in my life. They won't let us make excuses. They won't let us stay discouraged or let us give up on our dreams. We need people like this in our life that will say, get up. You had a disappointment. Come on, get up. Let's go. Maybe you lost something. Hey, get up. God can restore what you lost. Maybe you're discouraged because you don't have something yet. Get up. Remain content in him. Keep working. Keep growing. Keep improving. Maybe you're struggling. They can say, get up. God is about to open the windows of heaven in your life. Just watch and see. You know, Ecclesiastes 4 verses 9 and 10 says that two people are much better than one because it says they have good return for their labor. It goes on to say, if either one of them falls down, the other one can help them up. But pity the person who falls and has no one to pick them up. Pity the person who's going through life solo without this close, positive association of others that truly care about their very best. You know, I love the Jesus model of accountability and intimacy. I don't know if you've ever thought about this or not, but you know, Jesus spoke to the masses, to the thousands, right? But then he had his 12 closest, most trusted friends. And even within that circle of 12, his trusted tribe, he had three that were even next level of intimacy and closeness to him, Peter, James, and John. And then even within that three, he had his one, Peter. It's a great model. And not that there's some magic in the numbers. I'm not trying to say that, but just the principle I love of having a tribe, a circle of five, 10, 12, whatever people that will speak truth in our life and be our counselors, our personal life advisory board, if you will. And then to have those three or so that are even closer than that, that you share even more with and possibly even one that's even the closest of all. 
I believe just based on the numbers of how many this podcast is now going out to, and I don't know how many countries at this point, 30 episodes in, but I believe there's got to be many, many of you listening that are listening right now to this podcast that could be champions by now, but you've surrounded yourself by all kinds of mediocrity, people comparing themselves to themselves and not doing anything bigger than themselves, small minds doing small things, talking about the news, talking about the past, paralyzed by fear about the future, talking about others rather than talking about ideas and values and service to others and plans and goals and the future and the impact they can make on the world around them. Maybe you've been stagnant in your growth because you're in the wrong circle and you've been comparing yourself to them in your spiritual health, in your finances, in your relationships, in your health, in your fitness, in other areas, while others are in the right circles and they're out there changing their families, changing their communities, changing nations, literally. Possibly as you're listening right now, you've realized one or more of the ways you've been negatively influenced by the wrong people, by the wrong associations, by the wrong circles, the wrong inputs into your mind. And as a result, you've not been living up to your full potential that God has planned for your life in these various areas. The Bible says that God called Abraham. He didn't call his nephew Lot, but it says Lot went with Abraham. And by means of that association, God began to multiply and bless Lot. However, when Lot discontinued his association with Abraham, the next time we hear about Lot in the Bible, he's in the middle of a bad circle, in the middle of Sodom and Gomorrah, about to be killed. Many, many people were well on their way to do big things until they became part of groups, of associations, of clubs, of relationships that derailed and failed their morals and plunge them into mediocrity and laziness. Associations are so powerful. It's often said that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. If there are six people in a group and you have five foolish people, there's about to be a sixth one, unfortunately. The Bible says in Proverbs 13, 20, that he who walks with wise, get this, he doesn't have to be wise. It just says he who walks with wise shall be wise, but a companion of fools will, or some translations say, shall be destroyed. I'll say it again. He who walks with wise shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Again, it didn't say you have to be wise. It just says, walk with the wise. Also in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 26, we are also told by the author, King Solomon, the wisest man on earth, that the righteous choose their friends carefully. I mean, this is some solid, solid advice. You know, your life will change for the better if you stop listening to the wrong voices and start listening to the right voices. In closing, here's my challenge to you. Here it is. Be the right voice. Let's say that again. My challenge to you is be the right voice. You may be saying, but how do I become the right voice, Alan? Here's the key. Surrounding yourself with the right voices and listening to the right voices is how you become a right voice. Your close inner circle, those speaking into your life, go a long way to influencing who you are. And who you are directly affects those who come in contact with you. 
the people who influence and affect you the most need to be the right people to assist, encourage, and inspire you to do the right things and follow the right directions. And in them positively affecting you, you'll be better equipped to be the right voice for others. I hope this was helpful. I hope it was encouraging. And I wish each and every one of you a super, ultra, awesome, fantastic week. Until next time, make it a great day. Hey, hey, thank you so much for listening. I hope you got a ton of value from this episode. And as a token of appreciation for enjoying the show, if you don't mind leaving a five-star rating as well as a genuine review, whether it's just a sentence or a paragraph, that's up to you. I would like to show my gratitude to you by sending you a free sample of our all-organic 22-amino acid meal replacement protein shake. We'll even cover the shipping cost. I drink this every day and love it. For the blood sugar control, fat burning, natural energy, and strength building it's provided me over the past 22 years now. And I'm confident that you will love it too. When leaving a review, simply take a screenshot of your review and send it over to me on my Instagram account, at Alan B. Blaine, found in the show notes below. And be sure to include your mailing address so that we can get this shipped out to you right away. Thank you, and we'll see you on the next episode.